Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. For real people. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. All right, hour number three. Got Arkansas, Missouri tonight in Columbia at 7.30. Pre-game show starts at 7 right here on The Buzz. Don't forget the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC post-game show with me and Josh Neighbors will follow probably around 10.15 or so tonight. Live from Walk-Ons. Hope you can join us. So you got a desperate team searching for a win, disappointing season, licking their chops, looking at their opponent. Tucker Hagedorn joins us now, covers the Missouri Tigers. Tucker, was I talking about Arkansas or was I just talking about Missouri? Hey, hey, Wes, that's what I was going to say. You're, you're singing our music right there, but I wasn't sure who you were talking about because I think the shoe fits in both cases, huh? No doubt about it. Uh, you know, Coach Zimmerman, who coached up there at Missouri, was on with us yesterday, and uh, he, he mentioned about how, and it put it really made me open my eyes, Missouri's position. They're looking at Arkansas and say, this is our chance, guys. We're on, you know, we haven't won a game. This is our chance. It doesn't get much better than this right here. we got to take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And uh, last time I looked a little bit ago uh, today, I saw that uh, Missouri was a five, five-and-a-half-point favorite, something like that, yep. um, which surprised me. Um, yeah, I mean, Missouri needs a needs a win, I mean, in the worst way. I mean, they're, um, they're over the SEC this year, 8-12 uh, and 12 overall, um, after coming off a, a, a good season last year and did escape this first year where they – uh, not only made the NCAA tournament, won the first NCAA tournament game in like 12 years, and so yeah, this has been uh, this has been a rough year. And the frustrating thing for the Tigers, 0 and 7 in SEC play going into the night is like I- I've watched them all year, followed them, and they're not they're not good. Obviously, you can't be 0 and 7 in in any league and, and be a good team. They're they're not that, but they're they're not one of these god awful teams that unfortunately we've seen some of in recent Missouri memory. I mean, this is a team that has, I I saw the stat the other day, and I think with five minutes left in all their conference game, their average margin is like around four or five points, meaning they're playing hard, they're staying in the game, but they're just not good enough. They don't have good enough players to find ways to win games right now. It's exactly what happened to Arkansas against Kentucky Saturday. Hung around, hung around, hung around. Well, they weren't good enough, and Kentucky, you know, beats them by six when they were. It was a one point game with two and a half minutes to go. Yeah, and, and you look at Ken Palm right now, and um, Missouri's one hundred nine, and Ken Palm, Arkansas's one twelve. Uh, these are that's no nowhere near tournament caliber, of course. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago, six seven years ago, when a couple of Missouri teams under Kim Anderson. I mean, they were. You know, one eight. I, I think they had a two hundred plus Ken Palm team uh, under Kim Anderson. Like those are like bottom of the barrel power five teams. I think one thing, and this isn't excusing, you know, what's happened with Missouri this year, or you know, explaining a lot of Arkansas struggles is 
the SEC is a hell of a lot better league than it was a few years ago, especially the middle of the league. I mean, there's there's not really any cupcakes, save Vanderbilt and Missouri and Arkansas being down at the bottom. Like these aren't, I mean, these are competitive teams. They're, they're not good, but they're not like what bad SEC teams used to be like, if you know what I'm saying. With Missouri being close, what's it going to take for them to get over the top? What is it that they do best that could lead them to a win? Um, I mean, it's probably going to require Sean East and Tamar Bates playing really well. I mean, Sean East, uh, he's averaging 46% from three-point land. Tamar Bates, 45% uh, from three. Those are their two best players. They're both guards. And I don't have the numbers in front of me. I've got their stats in front of me, but not their SEC numbers. East, a lot of East production came in non-conference play. Um, since they've gotten in the league, playing better athletes, better teams, East, East hasn't played nearly as well. Tamar Bates was just kind of okay in the non-conference, but since the SEC uh, slate started, he's really taken off. He's, he's been really good. He had a 36-point game uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, he's averaging 13 on this season. My guess is an SEC play that's closer to 18 or even 20. They're, they're, and they're both left-handed. Those two guys can play, especially Bates. But, I mean, they're going to have to have big nights from at least one of those, and maybe both, if they want to win. Tucker Hagedorn with us. He covers the Missouri Tigers. All right, what's the weakness? What does Arkansas need to exploit tonight to, to go on the road and get a win? I haven't seen as much of Arkansas as I have in other years. Um, Missouri doesn't defend very well at a few spots. Uh, most teams can get to the rim when they want. If I, and from what I know about Arkansas, at least what I saw early in the year, they're not a great three-point shooting team. If I'm Arkansas, I attack the basket all night. Uh, about Missouri's only thing they do when they face a team that with a lot of penetration is foul. Um, so if I'm Arkansas and I'm Coach Musk, I'm trying to get to the free throw line 20, 25 times. And then, um, you know, hammer the boards. Missouri doesn't have much size. They've got your old buddy Connor Vanover who, you know, he's, he's, he's out there, but he doesn't give them a whole lot defensively every now and then. He'll, he'll give you something protecting the rim, but he's not a great, I mean, for a guy that's, you know, seven foot five or whatever he is, averaging, you know, 12 minutes a game, he's averaging less than three rebounds a game. He's by far their biggest guy. Um, Missouri's not a great rebounding team, and I'm sure I know Arkansas's got the size advantage there. What's the home crowd's been like this year for Missouri? And uh, with struggling teams, we know that sometimes that can turn fans away. But uh, what's it been like so far? It's been better than you'd ex- better than I'd expect, and a lot of that was because of the excitement from last year. Coach Gates did a great job in year one. Uh, not only winning games, but you know, getting the fans back bought in. And last year sold out several games, and so this year before the ball was tipped, they sold, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to say the number, but a big portion of their tickets were already sold in, in terms of season tickets. So even though they've struggled this year, at least to this point in the season, you know, they, they've sold so many season tickets that the crowds have been okay, better than you'd expect for a team with this record. And for a midweek, even though this is a midweek game, uh, the weather's nice. The weather shouldn't keep anyone away from, you know, traveling from KC or Columbia, or, or I'm sorry, KC or St. Louis. And the fact they're playing Arkansas, I think there's always going to be a few more fans there. So uh, the 15,000, my guess is they get 10 or 11 in there tonight. And if Missouri 
starts off and plays well, I think it'll be a decent atmosphere. Nothing like last year, what they were getting, but better better than they were getting a few years ago when they were struggling like this. Yeah, I was going to say, it's Musselman's been at Arkansas now. This is his fifth season, so it's been six years since Mike Anderson was at Arkansas and the animosity that was there. It is Does Arkansas coming to town still mean anything to Missouri fans? I can tell you this, and you guys, I don't know, maybe you've heard this, maybe you've thought this before, but I know from the Missouri fan base, and you know, I think some others too, that Muss is one of those guys that a lot of other teams and team fans don't like. And a little bit like our football coach, Coach Drink. I mean, after the season Mizzou had this year in football, Mizzou fans love Coach Drink. But I know there's fans around the SEC that don't. And I think Muss is a little bit that way, too. So the, the Mike Anderson thing is gone for sure. But if it was just, you know, Joe Smith coaching Arkansas, I don't think you'd have it. I think Muss adds a little spice to this thing. And he's always been, whether it was Conzo coaching or Coach Gates last year, every time they play Missouri, I listen to his uh, press conferences, too, and he's always – and the press conference has been real complimentary and respectful of Missouri. But during the games, the way Musselman kind of gets after it a little bit, I think he has a way to irritate other teams' fans. So I think you do have some of that going on. Also, there's a former Missouri Tiger on the Razorbacks roster in Trevin Brazil. And so fans may remember him playing for Missouri and playing well for them. And now he's at Arkansas, and he returns to play another game there Maybe. against Missouri. Definitely. And, and the, the thing with... Brazil is, you know, he was in Conzo Martin's time at Missouri, he took a lot of kids that didn't have other high major offers, uh, projects, kind of kids that he felt were under-recruited, and he was he was banking on traits, he was banking on something else. And none of them worked out. N- n- none of them were guys that you say, oh, okay, now I see what Conzo saw in him that no one else did. The one exception to that, to that is Brazil. When he played at Missouri as a freshman in Conzo's last year, two years ago, and that was a bad Missouri team, but you saw the flashes of Brazil. You saw the athleticism. And he was the one guy that Missouri fans really wanted to hang on to when Coach Gates came in, and obviously Brazil transferred to Arkansas. And there was this strange animosity between the kid and the fan base. I think it's because there were Mizzou fans, you know, saying stuff that fans do on Twitter. And I know Brazil was vocal on his Twitter last year, Instagram, whatever. Uh, during the season, and he, he was injured by by the time they played Missouri, so he didn't get to. If he was, I think he did come to Columbia last year, but he, of course he wasn't dressed out. So is he playing tonight? I thought I saw something the other day where he was maybe not playing. Is he in? The last we heard was from Musselman's coaches show, the radio show on Tuesday. Is that right, Joe? Is that Musselman on Tuesday nights? May have been Monday night. Monday. Monday night. Today's Wednesday, so it was Monday night. Uh, he said he did not practice Monday. Uh, so that's the last we heard. I, you know, he didn't practice any last week, didn't play against Kentucky, didn't play in the second half against Ole Miss. So I would say he's doubtful unless he uh, got to do a little something yesterday before they flew up and then maybe had a walkthrough last night there at the arena. Uh, but we don't know. So, yeah, and I the last time I looked at one of these, it was probably about a month ago, an NBA mock draft. Uh, he was in it in the first round, like kind of, 2024, 20, somewhere in that range. I know he hadn't had the season that I think himself and Arkansas fans were hoping for, but if he plays tonight, I'm sure you'll get his best. That's a hope. 
that's a that's a positive sign. So maybe that's something good for Arkansas. Hey, I wanted to ask you about football. Uh, you mentioned drink uh, and the success from last season. What does next year look like for Missouri football? Well, returning a lot on offense. I mean, you're getting uh, Brady Cook back, who had a real real nice year at quarterback. Um, you know, Luther Burden, Theo Weiss, uh, Mookie Cooper, all three starting receivers back. The tight end who scored a couple times uh, late in the year in, in Fayetteville, Brett Northley. He was just a freshman this year. In fact, he tabled his plans to play on the baseball team this spring, so he's all in on football. Um, so outside of Cody Schrader, um, they return all their skill guys and bring in some new ones they're excited about. they got to replace a couple guys on the O-line, but three of the five starters are back. A defensively different story. Um, they're replacing a lot of guys on D, and they've done a good job in the transfer portal and drinks recruiting well. Um, but it's the leadership that those guys on defense brought that I, I think it's going to be it's not going to be easy to replace those guys but I mean they there's more excitement around the program uh, building off like a good season than I'd say since maybe 2007 uh, 2013 they had a good year and won the um, the East for the first time but they had a lot of they lost a lot of guys between the 13 and 14 season so there's optimism around it one one kind of underrated thing that I don't think enough Mizzou fans are talking about though is they're losing Harrison Neva to kind of up and down the last couple of years, but this past year he had a really good year. And obviously that he made the 61 yarder to kind of kick off their, their good season and, and beat Kansas State in a walk off fashion. And it, it, it just it, with these tight margins and stuff, having a kicker that's got a big leg like that and can make some clutch kicks is something I don't think you take for granted. So, like, even though there's more important guys to replace on the team, like the kicker maybe, you know, that might be the difference in one or two games. Also, Tucker, you did mention that people outside of Missouri don't like Coach Drink. Why is that? What What is it about him that they don't like? Well, let me say this first. I, as a, as a Mizzou guy, Mizzou fan, I'm, I think the world of Coach Drink. And I thought that even before he had the good season last year because if he paid attention you saw the way he's building the program. He's recruited at a level that no Missouri coach, including uh, Gary Pinkle, ever has. Um, I, I think I think behind the scenes, like he's kind of an all ball guy, all business guy. But on social media, and you know during the games with you know press conferences and stuff like that, I think he just kind of has a way to get under people's skin. He's not afraid to put himself out there and kind of make a controversial quote or statement every now and then. So, like I said, he's one of those guys when he's your guy, you love him. And I, I know this is just stuff I see on social media, which who knows, but, you know, Tennessee fans, uh, Kentucky fans, some Arkansas fans, but I, I just don't think, you know, South Carolina fans for sure, I think drinks just a little more, a little less coach speak than like a Gary Pinkle was. Saw the news today that uh, Drink has hired Brian Early. He has Arkansas ties, coached at Arkansas, uh, was quality control coach at Arkansas, coached at Arkansas State. And he is the uh, adopted father of Dre Greenlaw, who played for the Razorbacks, now for the 49ers. Anyway, they hired him today uh, to go to, to the Missouri. So another connection besides, you know, Courtney Crutchfield going to play football up there and Honor Botang going to play basketball. By the way, Honor had 29 points last night in a huge game, Central versus North Little Rock, as Central wins that game, and he was just outstanding. He was one of those that... I was told Arkansas kind of backed away from a little bit. 
and I didn't see it. I, I like him a lot, man. I think he is an SEC player, and I think you're going to love Honor Boateng, Tucker. Well, that's, that's music to my ears and music to a lot of uh, Tiger basketball fans' ears because uh, Coach Gates, I, I think long-term, still headed this thing in the right direction. Uh, this year, losing Kobe Brown and Des Moines Hodge, they just, he just wasn't able to, to, to fill those, that, those needs in the portal. And, um, I think they kind of saved some funds up, allocated funds for his first full year recruiting class, which, you know, signed in November, uh, Boateng being the crown jewel of that class. Some, uh, services have him rated as a, as a five star, some as a high four star. And he's the one of the five that I'm, I know a lot of Mizzou fans are optimistic about that can come in and, uh, contribute immediately. Yeah, from what I've seen of him, I really like the kid too. I'm glad he's coming to Missouri. What is it about uh, Missouri and football where you see football players transferring to Arkansas? Initially, it was about Barry Odom being at Arkansas, but it seems to be a trend that Missouri players end up transferring to Arkansas. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, well, when when Odom was there, you not only had Odom, I think you had Brad Davis down there and also Mike Shearer who is a former Missouri linebacker and a couple other like uh, analysts on staff so there were a lot of stuff it, were, were there you're going to have to refresh my memory here were there were there guys that transferred this year since Odom had left like just in the last couple months I don't remember any were there some I don't think in this class of transfers not anything's jumping off at me right away the last one would be Trajan Jeffcoat who came after Odom left and played this year Oh, okay, yeah, Jeff Coat. Yeah, I, I don't know. Je- I was shocked he even had any eligibility left, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, not, nothing against the kid. It's just I, I it seemed like forever ago when he uh, signed with Missouri. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it might have just been a thing with uh, where he thought playing time was easier to, to come by down there based on the depth chart and everything, although I, you know, he played a good chunk last year at Missouri. And they didn't know a couple of these DNs. I don't. I, I, I think with with him, maybe. I mean, Darius Robinson. They were going to move outside a little bit, and that's a kid that from the last couple of days of Senior Bowl practices, I'm hearing is maybe going to be a first rounder. He played inside the previous year, and then also Johnny Walker was a kid that they really wanted to get on the field. If you watch the Cotton Bowl, you saw Johnny Walker show up, and so maybe Jeff Coat thought, hey, they're moving. Moving one of the, our studs on the D line out to D N, and they want to play this Walker kid. I, I don't know, maybe, or maybe you know what these kids. I, I have no idea. Maybe him and his position coach weren't getting along anymore. Wanted a fresh start, uh, but stay somewhere in the SEC. I, I I don't know. Tucker, thank you. All things Missouri. Good to catch up with you. We appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. Anytime, my friend. Tucker Hagedorn joining us and talking a little Missouri sports. I still get confused on the phone line. I hung up on line five instead of line six. <laughs> it takes some time to get used to. You got a feel for tonight? Not really. Not not based on how this team has been playing lately. You never know um, how they're going to show up, if they're going to show up. But being a road game, they haven't played well on the road at all. They haven't played well at home. <laughs> they played better at home yeah. here recently. Yeah, at least the Kentucky game was good in A&M. You know, Tucker was surprised when he saw the line was five and a half, that Missouri was favored by five and a half. And that would be the, the only surprise. It's that much. I, could, I would have probably thought two or three. 
Uh, but to be five and a half, I think that's a little high. But it like may feed into the fact that being unsure which Razorback players are going to be on the court and available tonight. That's, that's a good point too. I mean, as far as we know, there's been no release on. I mean, there has not been a release. So as far as we know, there's no Devo tonight. And Trevin Brazil, who knows about his availability? But I look at how they played without them on Saturday. They played hard, inspired. Got a great game from Makai Mitchell. So maybe the team builds off of that and plays well tonight and surprises the odds makers. Well, it creates opportunities for other players to get some playing time and actually get on the court. So they are going to be inspired because now they're getting a chance to actually play. That was one of the things that we we kept getting on the Southern Structural Solutions um, feedback that Mitchell played. That's why he played well, because he finally got a chance to play. And because they were shorthanded, he had to play. And, and Coach Muss talked, it was basically a three-man rotation, and they wanted to keep two of those guys out there at all times, so they just kept rotating and giving one of them a little rest. Then Jalen Graham got into foul trouble, and that meant even more playing time in the first half for Makai Mitchell. So more playing time meant more minutes, and that meant more production. Maybe that's all that he needs. Hopefully they can build on that. Coming up, we will take some of your phone calls, 661-1037. How do you feel about the game tonight? Got the question of the day. Are you in favor of moving the Super Bowl to Saturday? I'll update those results. And we'll go over to the Southern Structural Solutions text line, read some of the comments. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa Credit Cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. Jonathan Wasserman of Bleacher Report released his latest two-round 2024 NBA mock draft yesterday. Arkansas forward Trevor Brazil has fallen all the way to being projected to go 54th overall after being projected to go 14th overall as recently as December 7th of 2023. Brazil's production from last year to this year is not that far off, but it seems to have stalled, causing him to fall down draft boards. North Rock native Kellel Ware is projected to go 25th overall. He's had a solid season at Indiana, averaging 14 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 and a half blocks on good efficiency. Last night, Ware had 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 blocks in the Hoosiers' 74-68 win over the Iowa Hawkeyes. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at arkansastruck.com. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Certipro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Certipro's here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Certipro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Certipro. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Now the power to protect your M&B debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let M&B Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At M&B, we've got your back. Check us out at M&B Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online low t center reinventing men's health care same great deals all new location for hogs meat market in north little rock at 3901 jfk boulevard call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at hogs meat market the steak people Make me 
told you about the uh, odds a little bit earlier. Bet Saracen has Arkansas five and a half point underdog right now. Great app. Download that app today. Easy to get around on it. They got a uh, pretty neat special right now. It's pulling it up. Right now, five and a half. Like I said, over-unders at 144 and a half. If I was to do anything, maybe the under on that. But they have an Arkansas special right now. It's a boost. Bet Arkansas, six and a half, plus six and a half. And the over, that's 145 and a half. You get Arkansas and the over, and that happens. It's plus 300. So a nice little boost there. $10 wins you 40 Three to one. It's a good little boost. You can do that on Bet Saracen right now. Go to your app store. Download the Bet Saracen app right now. You will be pleased with the way it is friendly. So easy to get around. Make your bets. Put your money in. Take your money out. That's even better. Taking it out. That's the bonus. That's the best part. Straight into your bank account. It's Bet Saracen. Best app in Arkansas. Westmore, Joe Franklin with you. Our zone question of the day. Would you be in favor of moving the Super Bowl to Saturday? And right now, Joe, it is overwhelming. Which is the out-of-bounds question of the day. Is that the first time today? First time, I think, in general. Justin said he caught me the other day. When he came in, he was like, I guess it was on Monday. He was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. You haven't said the zone at, at all. Have you had to catch yourself? I was like, man, I've caught myself so many times, especially coming out or tossing the break, because I'm just used to saying you're in the zone, you know, stick around, the zone, and I've caught myself several times, pause, say out of bounds, and it's it's been rolling off my tongue a little bit easier today to where I'm not thinking about it, but I'm so used to saying the zone question of the day, because I said it all the time, and that just slipped, the out of bounds it's question right. of the day. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get past it, we'll get through it. Oh, I know, sure. give, me, give me a week. The board's getting a little easier, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to do it, it's almost second nature. Uh, out of bounds question of the day. Would you be in favor of moving the Super Bowl to Saturday? Right now, yes is getting 77%. That's surprisingly high. I think it's what we said, Joe. People would then have a day to recover on Sunday. It's one of those deals. I know I've been there before. Sunday night, you're at the Super Bowl party. You're having fun. It's fourth quarter. The game's about to end. And you're like, oh, my gosh, look at the time. We're going to have to go. Okay. Party's so- over. I mean, it is. Party's over after the game. If you have it on a Saturday, the party goes on. There's no need to wrap it up at 9 o'clock when the game is over or 9.30. You can hang around a little bit longer because Sunday, get to sleep in a little bit, go to church, you can recover all day, got a day to relax. Now, the Super Bowl is associated more so with the parties and being that type of deal where people are getting together. But what's worse, watching the Super Bowl on a Sunday night or watching the college football championship on a Monday night, in both cases, you know you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, I don't like the college football game on a Monday but, night. But I yeah, don't. Between the two, what's which worse? one is worse? What's Cause, worse? Cause well, you for know me, you... I, I work on a Monday. I work on a Monday night. So for me personally, it's worse on a Monday night. There I, you go. I have taken Monday off before just so I'm not, you know, I can sit and watch the game and enjoy it, but... Uh, yeah, Monday night, I think it's... T- I don't know why college... Well, college football doesn't... I guess the NFL's still playing. They and, need and, to work and they it do, out. They do get the gap there where Monday night football is done, done, so... They replace it. There you go. So they've been... You know, people have been watching Monday night football all throughout the season, mm-hmm. so then at the end, 
You throw on the championship game, and it's on a Monday night. Monday nights are normal games. This is not a normal game. This is the championship game. It deserves a standalone night. College football is played, for the most part, on Saturdays. It needs to be a Saturday night game, the but championship see if you game. Use that same argument for NFL, which it's spread out throughout the week. We're talking Sunday, Monday, Thursday night. Yep. But in, and occasionally on Saturday when you get towards the end of the season. But if you go with that same logic, then it makes sense for the Super Bowl to be on Sunday. Saturday's a great night for a party. I mean, it is for a watch party, game party, whatever you want to do. I think Saturday night's the answer for both of these games. The other question we were talking about, and The Zone posted it, who has the worst opening song, The Zone or Out of Bounds? And we've had a flip-flop. Joe Out of Bounds is now losing. 51% say Out of Bounds has the worst opening song. You know what that says? They're both terrible. You know what that says? What? The Zone went on and voted a few times there. <laughs> so it flip-flop. It did. We, uh, we're getting over 100 votes on both of these uh, polls so far. Uh, yesterday, we played a uh, clip from Anthony Edwards of the NBA, the Timberwolves. He wasn't too happy after a game. Let me play the, uh, the clip just in case you missed it yesterday. And tonight it was the battle amongst the best in the West. You guys take sole position of number one in the West. How did you get it done in this environment? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to take the fine because the refs did not give us no calls tonight. We had to play through every bump, every grab. I don't know. I don't know how we won tonight. Uh, Big shout out to my team. Big shout out to my coaches for sure. I don't know. I don't know how we won. They were against us. Well, he He spoke out. Yeah, he said, I'm going to take the fine, and that's exactly what happens here. NBA spoke. What are they giving him? 40000 Wow! $40,000 fine, but we knew that uh, he was going to get something. He knew it. Yeah. He knew it as soon as he spoke that something was going to happen as a result of it, but that's why he said what he said. I'm going to take the fine, but he wanted to put it out there and let it be known. I thought maybe, you know, like twenty grand, but I don't know. I don't know what the NBA finds these guys these days. I was surprised when you said forty. I was thinking twenty. That's but how much is he making? Plenty. Plenty to handle that with no problem. Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, let's get to that. We've had a, a lot of feedback. Oh, this one from the 479. Nice. Out of bounds is the worst lead in <laughs> music in the history. Okay, thank you. Uh, from the 501. I like the championship game on Monday. Gives me something to look forward to after work. Okay. There's a reason in uh, favor of it, college football on a Monday night. He's probably able to control himself a little bit better than I am, and so Tuesday's no big deal. He just goes on back to work on Tuesday. I'd need to have some more self-control. Wes, Jerry Jones saying all in means he will com- continue with business as is, and that means the philosophy principle of controversy creates cash, as Tuck has always reminded us. From the 501, Jerry Jones would be making a dumb move, another dumb move, by hiring Bilicek. McCarthy isn't the answer either, <laughs> and Dak needs to move on as well. You're talking about a lot of changes there. Yeah. Dak is not the quarterback for the Cowboys. That's from the 501. Who is then? You know how hard it is to find a quarterback in the NFL? Well, the problem that they're facing right now is Dak needs to be extended also. So is that what the right move is for the Cowboys? Yes. Do they extend them or do they hit the reset button and go get another quarterback? That's the next big decision for them. From the 870, move 
The Super Bowl this Saturday, 1 million percent. I don't have Twitter, so I can't vote, but both songs suck really bad. (laughs) Uh, Cowboys all in, what does that mean? It means they are all in trouble. (laughs) This one's added a few words. Yeah. Uh, from the 501 says, when we were talking about me finding the two songs to play for my daughter, he said just YouTube it. Just go on YouTube and find the song. Yeah, that's true. That's the easy way to do it. Uh, the 501 says the Zone song is awful, so vote there for the Zone. Buccaneer Boyd says there's some good t- content from Travis Kelsey from today's show. We're going to play that next. It is the, what was the controversy? Explain the controversy. So, Justin Tucker has his equipment sitting where the Chiefs are warming up. So he has uh, he has a football, he has a tee there, and he has his helmet. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's going through his routine. He's throwing the ball to the receivers. They're running routes. And Justin Tucker's gear is there. So Patrick Mahomes initially had a conversation with Justin Tucker. He asked him if he could move it. And he said, Justin Tucker said, yeah, fine, I'll move it. He said he moved it about two inches. <laughs> and uh, so he moved it. And, uh, you know, these guys are saying it's gamesmanship. And mm-hmm. that's the Patrick Mahomes said that that's the only place that he's really ever had that issue in Baltimore, warming up there. And it's something that Justin Tucker does, probably trying to get into their heads. And he said that he, he just went about his routine. He didn't, he didn't force the issue. But he said Travis Kelsey had a bigger problem with it. And Travis Kelsey just comes over and grabs Justin Tucker's equipment, and he starts throwing it. He moves it out of the way. <laughs> Since he was asked to be moved, and he just moved it a couple of inches over, then Travis Kelsey said, you know what, I'll handle it, and he just started tossing it. Are you the type that's more the uh, Mahomes approach or the Kelsey approach? Probably Kelsey. <laughs> I, I like Mahomes asked, you know, politely. He's like, you know, respect. One of the best kickers in the NFL. Ask him to move it. <laughs> I think it's funny, too. He <laughs> it moved is. it. He moved it, all right. Moved it a couple of inches. It says a lot about uh, the kicker, too, though, to have that kind of confidence to do, be playing mind games with the other team. You're a kicker, you know. Most kickers know their position, right? What, what, where the, you know, their place on the field. With Justin Tucker, we're talking about the best in NFL history, though. So mm-hmm. he's somebody that is confident, mm-hmm. and he's a guy that he's going to try to say that that's their territory. It's their home field. All this right. is what he does. When we come back, we'll play. We got Mahomes discussing this, right? And then we've got Kelsey discussing this. So we'll, we'll get their thoughts on uh, the whole episode and what unfolded Saturday afternoon in Baltimore. That's coming up next. What's trending on Twitter? We'll wrap it up next on Out of Bounds. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. 
Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit Heartland Rehab center.com this is a test of the emergency alert system this is only a test get the appliances you need right away at lowe's explore the largest assortment of brands you trust like whirlpool samsung and lg in store or online at the best values plus take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items from refrigerators to laundry pairs and there's more. Get your new appliances delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Align bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Get $5 off at AlignProbiotics.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending? Got people still talking about the incident. 
Chelsea came out. What was that podcast today? Is that he and his brother's podcast? Yeah, New Heights. New Jason Heights. Jason and Travis Kelsey. We'll start it off with Patrick Mahomes explaining what happened. I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm-up routine, and there's only been, a, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't uh, – because uh, you usually talk to the guys, there's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way, or you, kind of, you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And, I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So um, I, he does that little stuff, I think, to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he, and he got up and moved it, I think, two inches um but but didn't move it out of the way and i i, I was going to kind of let it slide but travis kind of got it and moved it for me and then after that i wasn't gonna let him put it back down so it's it's something that we we move on i mean i have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker um one of the best kickers of all time probably the best kicker of all time but at the same time you gotta have respect for each team and we all share the field and we, we try to do that in a respectful way that's my homes here's kelsey we're warming up, and we do our same warm-up every single time on our side of the field. For those of you that don't know what happens in pregames, the Ravens have their side of the field, and the Chiefs has our side of the field. Now, specialists, because of like the wind factor and yeah, they go to where both you are, they get, they get a chance to kick at, at both field goals and kind of punt from both sides of the field. But it's always, if you're, if you're trying to go onto the other team's designated area, you kind of stay out of their way, you know. You you don't you don't interfere with what they have going on. That is the unwritten rule. That's the unwritten rule. If you want to be a <laughs> about it, you keep your helmet and your football and your <laughs> kicking tee right where the quarterbacks are warming up, and they're yeah. dropping. Eyes are looking left, and they got a, a helmet down by their feet. It's actually kind of dangerous, really. But like, if you're not going to pick that up, I'll happily move that for you. Justin came out and he said it was more of a joking gesture and kind of a fun competitive. And I get it. I mean, he was kind of winking at me, like being a <laughs> about it, like trying to get under the skin. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. I it get worked. it, but got me, and, me and Pat, we were we've been having the same mentality for this game all week long, man. Yeah, and it was uh, you got to go in there and 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 have the right mind frame, have yeah. the right mindset, and we just weren't in a joking mood. Um, we yep. were ready to get after it, and uh, so Justin, sorry if we took it to a level that you didn't think it'd get to that play. But if you're going to be a, d- I promise you, I can, <laughs> I can one up you every time. You know, Joe, you think about it. The Chiefs did have the right mindset in this game, and it showed during the game. Before the game, there was some fighting going on, some pushing and some shoving. This was just part of it. There was more antics going on before the game where players had to be separated. Chiefs, when the game started, they forgot all that. The Ravens played like they were still ready to fight the Chiefs. And they were doing some of that stuff during the game, and it cost them. You think about uh, the wide receiver standing over, Zay Flowers standing over the DB and spinning the ball. Then uh, Kelsey was involved, a little talk, trash talk, and kind of little got away with the shove. But then the Ravens player came back and shoved him in the face, got the 15-yard penalty. The Chiefs were in the right mindset and won the game. Ravens lost their temp- temperature. They lost their temper and lost the game. Yeah, you got some of that. And uh, with the Travis Kelsey situation, it's always – the second guy is going to get caught and get the penalty. Now, in that situation, could the refs do a better job to say, this is what started, and we stepped in, 
and try to control the situation, and we didn't want it to get out of control, so we threw a flag. But they need to realize that there was something that happened on both parts, and sometimes they are good about calling offsetting penalties yeah. just to let everybody know we're not going to tolerate this and we're not going to let it get out of hand. But a lot of times it's about the second player who makes some kind of contact and they get caught. Yeah, I thought obviously that could have been one of those, that where both guys were penalized, but uh, maybe the official did not see what Kelsey was doing. And like you said, it was the second guy that it was obvious to everybody well, what and, happened. And there was an issue specifically on that play where it was Kelsey and one player. So that probably would have been the offsetting penalties. And then there was another player that came in to get his teammates back. And once he did that, then that's when they called it on the Ravens. That's what's trending. Thanks to uh, West Rock Coffee for being a part of what's trending. Tonight, Arkansas, Missouri. Tip off at 7.30. Pre-game show right here on the buzz at 7 as soon as drive time sports is done. We're, what, three hours away from that starting up. Don't forget the post-game show brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, live at Walk-Ons. Come watch the game at Walk-Ons. We'll be out there as soon as the game is over, and they finish up the IMG post-game report. Arkansas is a five-and-a-half-point dog. Joe, when we come in here tomorrow, what will we be discussing? Um, another Arkansas failure. Mm. That's, that's what I'm thinking going into this game. Just because there's nothing that they've shown to say that they're going to be able to play better or that they, um, they have what it takes to pull out some of these games, especially in a road setting. The road settings are always more difficult, even though they're taking on a team that has had their own struggles. They're going on the road, and we know that that can be difficult. Yeah, my confidence level right now is really low in the team. Uh, I didn't expect them to play Kentucky as close as they did. That was a pleasant surprise. And honestly, it made, it made for a better pre, a post-game show for me because I thought, well, they play better than I thought. You know, I saw a little silver lining, a, a little hope. Now I just hope they, they take that next step and play a little bit better, keep that same defensive intensity. And, and, and because, look, this is a struggling Missouri team, too. This is not a good team. So you would think they could go in and play some good defense and keep Missouri from getting into the 70s. If, no doubt, if they bring what they brought Saturday, they'll hold Missouri in the 60s or lower. The key for Arkansas right now is offensively. They're a mess offensively, and it's, it's been hard to, to score besides the one free-throw shooting contest game against A&M. And if you want to be honest, Arkansas needs an ugly game. They need one of those games where the officials are blowing their whistle and calling everything because that's what Arkansas wants to do is drive, draw some contact, go to the free throw line. Maybe they can finish and get an and one. They need a game, and it's the last thing I like to watch. I hate watching a game when the officials take over and they're calling 50-plus fouls in a 40-minute game when they're shooting 60, 70 free throws. That's not fun to watch. But right now, where Arkansas is, that's honestly what they need. On the road, to be able to go on the road and shoot 25, 30 free throws and get some free, easy, cheap points. So we talked about what needs to happen for them to come away with a win what what's your overall feel though going into the game? Do you feel like they're going to do what it takes to get it done, or or are you feeling like we're going to see more of the same? More of the same. I mean, until they change my mind, that's where I am right now. Ze- not, I mean, 
zero confidence that they're going to go in and win this game and, and find a way. Like you said, on the road is difficult enough. Heck, they've, they've had a hard time at home right now. Uh, to go out on the road, what's their best half? I guess against Georgia on the road. The second half against Georgia played them pretty, um, pretty even. Maybe Georgia won the second half by two points, one point. I think Georgia won the game by 12, and they were down by 10, if memory serves me correct. That's been their best half on the road. I don't know if they've won a half on the road. I don't think they have. I don't think they have outscored an opponent on the road in the SEC this season. So what makes you think they can go to Missouri? <laughs> Although, we're talking talent-wise, team-wise, much different. Missouri is not South Carolina. They're not Georgia. They're not Auburn, certainly. So as far as competition level, I think it's going to be a, a better matchup for Arkansas. But what would make me have the confidence to think that they can go on the road and win two halves and win this ball game? And that's why Missouri, as you mentioned earlier, they're looking at the game with some confidence saying, yeah, we're struggling, but we are the home team and we're about to host another team that's coming in that's struggling. And this will be a good opportunity to get going in the right direction, to get a win and get on the right track for Missouri. That's what's crazy. Missouri is winless in the SEC. Missouri is struggling, yet they're a a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home, and we're not expecting some great home home court advantage tonight. Um, I know Arkansas, and maybe that's like you mentioned, because they have a couple players out. That's what the odds makers, why Saracen has Arkansas a five-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, This is a bad team, and they're favored to win by five-and-a-half points. Really, that's all you need to know. That says everything about this basketball team right now, that they're going on the road against a winless SEC team, and they're a a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Take Arkansas with the points there. It should be a closer game. But then then we don't, you know, you never know which team is going to show up. Tucker said that. Tucker Hagedorn that we had on earlier on the show. Coach Musselman said it. Also, you look at the Missouri games, Every one of their games, even though they're losing, has been around four or five points. Close game. They play close games. Keep that in mind. Maybe that five and a half points gets you a victory. If you're the gambling type. Fun show today. Big thanks to Dave Van Horn. Great job, Joe. Out, out of bounds is out. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Luxurious certified pre-owned Cadillac. Choose from XT5, XT6, 